0: Alright, so we're starting on the review of the new at uh, the beginning of the perech, Bamei Isha and that's Daphnun Zayin, and then we'll get to today's Daphnun Ches. So, what did we learn yesterday? We're talking about what can a woman wear when she's going out. So, like we mentioned yesterday, this, uh, this group over here is talking about where the wearing itself is technically not considered carrying, and that's because it's a tachshit. It's an adornment, and adornments are considered like a part of their clothes. But Banan, because of various reasons, there's uh, they made exera that she can't wear these out in public. And the, because the reason isn't because they're going to come to potentially take it off to show somebody, and that will be carrying, um, or another factor as we'll get to. Okay, so uh, the group and the mishnah is. Uh, first, we talked about uh, strings of wool and linen, and the reason and those are things that those strings used to uh, basically tie their hair up with those strings um, and that those ties are um, are actually you 're not allowed to wear that 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 would be us to carry outside um, and uh, in addition, another halacha is that uh, if she's going to the mikvah with those ties she would have to loosen them because they create a chatzitza we also talked about the tottefes and uh, sarbitin which are various headdresses that the women would wear um, when they're not sewn as we'll soon see when they're sewn on that's a different story we also talked about a kabul which uh, it's actually in the Gemara will explain what that is There's a few opinions and then there's something called an irzahav. Irzov is a uh, depiction of Jerusalem that was a headplate that, uh, that had a nice picture of Jerusalem on it. Also, that would qualify as carrying midrabanan, also the kata, which is the joker, and also nose rings, and also rings, regular ring, finger rings that, uh, uh, that, that do not have a that even though they don't have a signet part on it, it's also going to be prohibited. Also a needle, a needle that's that's a pin really, because it doesn't have the hole. All of those is going to be midra, banan, on for her to go out in. But if she does go out, then she will not be chay Because all of these things are only usur, they're banan, they're Minatorah, they're not considered carrying. So the question the Gemara wants to know is what is the, Connection to talking about Tevilah. What is it? We're not talking about, it's not Hilchas Mikvois over here, this is Hilchas Shabbos. So, why is that relevant to this halacha? The answer is because it's very relevant. That's, in fact, the reason. The reason Nachman Yitzchak explains in Imra Baravua what's the reason why a woman wouldn't be allowed to go out with those strings in her hair is because it's, it's not kosher to go to the mikvah until she loosens it. And since she won't be able to go to the mikvah with them until she loosens it. Shabbos, she can't go out. Why? Because what if she has an obligation to go to the mikveh? Uh, Tevila mitzvah. Even on Shabbos, you're obliged to go to the mikvah if you have if you have a mitzvah to go. And um, she's going to, in order to go, have a kosher mikveh tipping, she's going to have to loosen it. Aha! Then she's going to come to carry Talatam, B'Shosh So the mitzirah, That you can't go out in public in that. Next, we saw, they asked Rav Khana um, Rav Ka'ana asked a question from Rav, what is the Allah of Tihi Chalilta? So, um, Tihi Khalilta, the Gemara explained, are chains of uh, strings that are um, like circular, you know, strings, like a chain of, you know, a, like a, a chain of a strings, you know, you know, one loop through the other. So um, what's Allah? So he says, what are you talking about? That's already, those are woven in loosely. That's for sure, no on that because they don't qualify as a chatzitza. <coughs> and that's the whole problem. So we saw also, Rav Huna Breda Rabbi Yeshua says that anything that is woven is no gzera. And then there's version B of Rav Huna Breda Yeshua, that Yeshua that I saw my sister's and they even shower in that stuff (laughs) so if they shower in it (coughs) obviously it's not a chatzitza because they wouldn't shower in it if it blocked the hair from getting wet what's the difference between the two versions the difference will be what if they were dirty if you say it's a question of uh, it's woven so it's loose there's no problem but excuse me (coughs) nothing serious I got something stuck in my throat not sure what it is um, um, but if it's a question of uh, kpeda, then if it's dirty, then it would be a kpeda, and that would be a difference between the two opinions. Next, we saw the Mishnah, um, as far as um, what qualifies as chatizah, it's a Mishnah in mikvais. So, it talked about the chutte and pishton, and it talked about the ritzuas barashi Abanois, And review the saying says that, that's, uh, that if it's wool made out of those strands, or made out of wool or hair, so they do not qualify as Khatsa because the water is able to pass through. And Rafuna is saying that, that not only the Ritzuz is going on the cases of the Rashi Bonus, but the, also the strings of Chutzitza and Pishta. Okay, so Rav Yosef uh, so Rav Yosef the question is that what do you come to exclude? What, what are you telling me that when it's in the hair says Rafuna, only then is where we're talking about that there's a Machlokas um, so, what do you come to exclude? Meaning, do you mean to say as opposed to the neck? What kind of case? If you're talking about the wool on the neck, you're telling me that is not going to be a chatzitzah when it's around the neck? Um, if, if, if something soft like wool on the hair that's hard is a um, according to the Tanakama, so soft on soft is going to surely be a chatzitzah because it's even more able to, to, It's even you can hold it tighter, and it should clearly be uh, chitzitza. So what are you going to say? It's coming to exclude uh, the strings of 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 flax, which is not the wool case, but the flax case. The flax is hard, so hard on hard is chitzitza. Hard on soft is not a chatzitza. That's obviously when something, when one of the two is soft and the other one's hard, that's. Or, if they're both soft, that's surely going to be less likely to make chatzitza because you can make it tighter and uh, mm-hmm. they'll squeeze tighter. That's the idea. So, um, that's the question. So, therefore, Rabbi Yosef says that what Rabbi Yuhun is explaining is, is that the reason why around the, it's only on the hair that we're talking a chatzitza and not on the neck is because no woman is going to make it that tight on the neck because why would a woman want to do it so tight on the neck? It'll strangle them. Um, that's the reason, okay? Um, so, the Gemara S, uh, uh, okay, so uh, Bai says, I, we have a source, says the Banos Yotzos B'chutin Shevoznein, it's coming up, coming Mishnah, they can go out with the strings that they put in their ears to hold the whole of their earlobes open, but not with Chavokin on their neck, and um, if it, why wouldn't they be allowed to go with those necklaces if you tell me a woman doesn't strangle herself, so why would they? Uh, why would that be a problem with the necklaces? So Ravina explained. That's a, talking about a specific type of necklace. Uh-huh. The katla, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, Let me. Thank you. Okay, I didn't realize. I appreciate that. Sorry. All right. Um, so the question is okay, I'm sorry about that so, the, so we explained that the necklace that's being discussed in that upcoming Mishnah is a katla which is a choker which uh, women would put on specifically to choke themselves so that they should look fatter because of course um, it's a fascinating historical fact but it's it's interesting, it's uh, corroborated by evidence in history also that used to be a woman who was more um, bigger 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 was better in those days um, and uh, and uh, so therefore a choker would give them a double chin that would be um, that would be considered more beautiful so a woman who used to like to wear choker to make themselves look fatter okay so brings us to the uh, to the next section. Okay, so Ravyuda says that wool and linen wool and hair is not a khatitsa because water is able to pass through wool and hair. So Rav Yosef says the name of Rav Yehuda and the name of Shmuel. Psakalakha follows Ravyuda with regards to hair. Because hair is actually a, slipperier, a more slippery, and the water is able to pass through better. So Abai says, You mean they argue in hair in the hair case? Um, so, so how do you know that they even argue? If not for the fact that. So, the question is, well, why do you say hair is not a chatzitza? Wool and hair is not a chatzitza? Unless you he heard that the Tanakama says that hair is a chatzitza, so that when it's a tied on hair on hair, so then that's why he's mentioning hair. Um, so, the Gemara says, no, 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 that's not necessarily the case. Maybe Rabbi Uda, Actually mentions here, and he's saying that wool is the same as hair. Just like you agree with me about wool about hair that it's not a problem. So too, you should agree with wool as well, because wool is kind of similar to hair. That's what he, that's what he's saying. Anyway, in the end, it turned out that we brought sources. of Nachman, the name Shmuel, that the Chacham agree with Reb Yudah when it comes to hair, that it does not hold fast in that same way as. Uh, as wool does, and therefore, when you tie it on, it's going to loo- be loose enough that the water will be able to pass through, and therefore won't be a chatzitza. And we have a says the same thing as well. Chute Seyar is not a chatzitza, and Rebuda says wool and Seyar is not a chatzitza. So, again, same. So, you see that they're clearly only arguing with regards to wool. Um, so it says Yitzchak, you know what? Uh, come to think of it, the Mishnah fits in better that they agree with the, when it comes to hair. Why? Um, because it says Yotsu Mishalah, Bain Mishal It's an upcoming Mishnah. Um, now who could that be going like? If it's talking with Rabbi Yehuda, then it should have said, Well too. It must be that this is a quote of their abundance. So you see clearly their abundant hold, chute don't create a chatz and they don't argue on the hair, so um, and that's the bottom line with that. Next, we talked about is the totefes. So we said what is a totefes. So first we saw that it's a um, the opinion of Rav Yosef that it's chumra to the which is a type of um, knot that the women would put on that the, that would um, that keeps away the ayin hara. Um, so that's one thing. So Abayah says, if that's the case, then it should have the same status as a Kimea of a mobcha, which is also permissible. If it's uh, something that works for Rufuah, so that we said is allowed. So uh, Rav Yud, is the name of baye, that it's apazainu, which is what we explained before. It's like a, a, made, it's like a head plate made out of gold and uh, that's the story so Bryce also says that Isha can go out with her sevacha which is a head, her head covering that's uh, golden and with the totefes and the sarbitan that are attached to the sevacha because just like she's not going to since it's attached so just like she wouldn't take off her headdress because that would be bearing her hair it would be uncovering her hair which would, she would never do that in public so too she's going to leave on what's attached to it and that's why in those cases it would be uh, permissible. Um, what's the difference between Totefes and Sarbitan? Totefes, as a Rebbe goes from ear to ear. Um, and Asarbitin, it goes actually down to the cheek. I guess it's different directions. Uh, it's like a design downwards. Um, okay, Rav Huna says those things would be made for the poor. Poor women would have them made out of various colored cloth. And the wealthy women would have it made out of silver and gold. And that's the story with that. Next thing we talked about is the Kabul. Um, and the Kabul, we, what is that? So says Rabbi yani, I have no idea what a Kabul is. Is it either kavla avda, which is some type of seal that the slaves would wear on their garments to show that they are connected to a person? um. Or uh or and then and or is it a cap made out of wool that goes underneath the headdress? Um if you say that that it, the, the clothes so it so so if you say the cablo da avda is what's not allowed, so um the keepershotzemer maybe would be fine. Or if you say the Kippershot Semer is what's not allowed, so then surely the the Avda is not allowed. That's the logic. So Ravo says it's actually the kipah because the Bryce in fact says that the woman can go out with a Kabul in an istama to a Chatzir. and Rav Shimon says even a kabul can go out with a and the rule of Rav Shimon is anything that's beneath this vacha woman can go out with so since her headdress is on top of that kipa, so then it's not a problem If it's above it then she can't go out cuz step she might come to take off so, bottom line is, it's very clear that it's something that is worn beneath her regular headdress. Which, um, so bottom line is, it uh, fits better to be uh, considered, that it's, we're talking about over here, the kippah shaltzema, and that is, according to Tanakama. according to what our Mishnah thing is not allowed. The next thing we talked about is the istima. What is the istima? Sermavo so says it's bizoni, which, we don't know what that is, the Repai explains that it's the kalya which is a uh, something like a type of a, a headband, that's what I'm, makes sense to me, that a woman, that um, when a woman has her headdress, some, there's a few hairs, a few wisps of hair that aren't uh, covered, and then to tuck them back under also, she has like a band that catches those wisps, that's what it means, Kalyopruchi. And that is where we left off yesterday, and we'll take it from the the, two line, two to the second to last line at the bottom of the page for tomorrow, for today's daf. One second.